each of us, there burns the fury of a warrior. In every generation, a few are chosen to prove it. One of you three will decide the outcome of the tournament. Three strangers will travel to the mystical realm of Outworld. Today we are going to review Mortal Kombat. One of the best bad movies that I've seen in a while. Um, it's based on the video game Mortal Kombat. Um, and to give it credit, the movie probably makes just as much sense as any of the video games. because Pretty straightforward concept. Fighting tournament it, to the death and uh, different realms and people taking over the world, I suppose. So, you know, it's simple. And I'm Ben, by yeah. the way. And what's your name? I'm Justin. Yes, in case people don't know who we are. We're back again with a video game movie. Is this the f- first video? You did that Street Fighter Chun Li thing. I don't know if that counts as a proper video game movie, though. Uh, that doesn't even count as a proper movie. No, nah, no, nah, that's just trash. <laughs> oh. This is the the first proper video game movie adaptation that we've covered. Yes, um, and one of the earlier ones as well. There, there were a couple before it, but it's probably for its budget. It's probably the most successful one and. The one that most people look back and go, yeah, that wasn't too bad. Yeah. When it comes out so close to the Street Fighter movie and you got this, it's like, well, oh. one of them is clearly head and shoulders above the other. But people yeah. do love Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I believe that um, they, they were actually trying to get um, Van Damme to play Johnny Cage and he turned it down to do Street Fighter. Was When they originally made Mortal Kombat, the video game, was he, wasn't he based on Van Damme? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, which would um, mean a good uh, life imitating art imitating life or something. I don't know. Yep, it, it'd be on par with the um, Street Fighter, the movie, the video game, the movie. Yes, <laughs> I never played that. that. I remember seeing that in magazines and thought that looked fucking awesome, but never never got around to playing it. So Mortal Kombat, uh, released in 1995, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, Metacritic score of 58, and IMDb of 5.8. So the right on. Mortal Kombat is a fighting tournament between the realms of Earth and Outworld, conceived by the Elder Gods. If the realm of Outworld wins Mortal Kombat 10 times consecutively, its Emperor Shao Kahn will be able to invade and conquer the Earth Realm. Shaolin Monk, Liu Kang and his comrades, movie star Johnny Cage and military officer Sonya Blade were handpicked by Raiden, the God of Thunder and defender of Earth Realm, to overcome their powerful adversaries in order to prevent Outworld from winning their 10th straight Mortal Kombat tournament. At Shang Tsung's island, Liu is attracted to Princess Katana, Shang Kahn's adopted daughter. Now whether Katana is a dangerous adversary, because she is the rightful heir to Outworld, and that she will attempt to ally herself with the Earth Warriors. Sung orders the creature Reptile to spy on her. Liu defeats his first opponent, and Sonya gets her revenge on Kano by snapping his neck. Cage encounters and barely beats Scorpion. Liu's next opponent is Sub-Zero, whose defense seems untouched because of his freezing abilities, until Liu recalls Katana's advice and uses it to kill Sub-Zero. Prince Goro enters the tournament and mercilessly d- crushes every opponent he faces. Sonya worries that they may not win against Goro, but Raiden disagrees. He reveals their own fears and egos preventing them from winning the tournament. Despite Sonya's warning, Cage faces Prince Goro and uses Guile and the element of surprise to defeat the defending champion. Sung takes Sonya hostage and takes her to Outworld, intending to fight her as his opponent. Raiden sends Liu and Cage into Outworld in order to rescue Sonya and challenge Sung. In Outworld, Liu is attacked by his reptile but quickly defeats him. Katana joins with them and helps them infiltrate Sung's castle while advising Liu Kang about three challenges in the castle to face his enemy, himself and his worst fear. Inside the castle tower, all seems lost for Earthrealm until Katana, Liu, and Cage appear. Sung challenges Cage, but is counter-challenged by Liu. During their lengthy battle, Liu faces not only Sung, but the souls that Sung had forcibly taken in the past tournaments. Ultimately, Liu fires an energy bolt at the sorcerer, knocking him down and impaling on the better spikes. Sung's death releases all the captive souls, and the, the warriors return to Earthrealm, 
where a victory celebration is taking place at the Shaolin Temple. The jubilation abruptly stops, however, when Shao Kahn's giant figure suddenly appears in the skies, when the Emperor declares that he's come for everyone's soul. Raiden declares, I don't think so. First time you ever saw the movie then? Well, it came out in 95, which is when I was uh, just starting uni. So I was a broke student who was living on rice and discounted food and really struggling to make it week by week. So I didn't see it in the cinemas. I probably saw it a, a year or two later when it was a new release video cassette. I was lucky enough to see it at the cinema and I remember very vividly like that whole night like staying at my friend's place and then his sister took us into the into the cinema and then coming out and then we're both like oh did you see that bit oh did you see that bit? i was like of course we fucking saw that bit we just went to the cinema and his sister was taking the piss out of us for that as well because we both watched a lot of van damme movies together I remember, like, the first time i ever saw hard target was at this friend's house so um a lot of like those uh martial arts van damme movies and then uh going to see uh, Mortal Kombat together. So yeah, it's, um, and for some reason, like I'd never sort of forgot like Lyndon Ashby, you know, the guy that plays Johnny Cage. Like I just remember the, some of these actors' names and I've seen him in literally two other movies. And then uh, Robin Chow, who was in like the Beverly Hills Karate or whatever it was called with um. The, the, the with, great thing is he was Chris actually Bali legend movie. of Chun-Li. <laughs> is he? Yeah. Who'd he play in that then? Was it a proper uh, Street Fighter character or an original? No, okay. no I don't think so. Um, I mean, I don't know. My, my knowledge of Street Fighter really peters out after Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Um, so, so there's plenty of characters I don't know about, but he's not one I'm familiar with, if, if he was. Um, but yeah, he was in that. The, the guy that played Johnny Cage was in like a whole heap of other stuff that I never watched, like... Um, I think he was in some soap operas and either Melrose Place or or something similar to that and a couple of medical dramas. And my wife recognised his photo straight away, but um, he just looked vaguely generic to me. He was in a TV movie ripoff of um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which I saw a few years ago. I was like, oh, that's Johnny Cage. It was just like a midday movie type of thing. And oh. uh, I didn't recognise him at the time, but he was in another Paul W.S. Anderson movie. He had a small role in one of the many Resident Evil films. I think it was the, th- okay. the third or fourth one, the one where it's a lot of it's in the desert, if you've seen it. so Is like, that the one with like the flock of birds? Yeah, yeah, the flock yep. of crows or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's in that movie. Um, But yeah, there's only things I've seen him in. But uh, yeah. I've always loved this movie, and I I probably watch it two or three times a year. I've got it on Blu-ray. And I very nearly watched it on uh, New Year's morning because I was pretty hungover and I'd already watched No Retreat, No Surrender. It's like, I need another feel-good movie that sort of gets you pumped up. Yep. But, uh, I never got around to it at the, at the time because I watched like four movies that day. But it finally had a, had a good reason to rewatch Mortal Kombat and uh, made sure my kids watched part of it with me as well. And they'd seen it before. And then I went and re-downloaded Mortal Kombat XL on the PlayStation 4. Although I didn't go and replay it, I've re-downloaded it, but haven't haven't played it again yet. But uh, I only bought that back in uh, probably six months ago, and okay. one of the few fighting games that I feel that I, I really got pretty decent at, even though I never played it online. But just going through and learning a lot of the characters and the combos, which is something I just I don't do at all. But um, Mortal Kombat's yeah. always it's been a fun game. Do you, what, what's your history with playing the video games then? 
Uh, ooh, first time I saw Mortal Kombat was in the arcades uh, when I was in high school. And it was one of those ones where nothing was on the um, cabinet to tell you what the moves were. So you were learning how to do stuff by watching other people play and experimenting. And you heard about things like the reptile stage and oh, if you can do this and this and this and this will happen and um, all those sorts of things that you sort of hear through rumours and we didn't have Wikipedia and Google back then so it was all word of mouth and it was... You'd have to call up the Sega hotline and pay however many dollars a minute <laughs> ask for the cheats. Actually, and... the, the first ever cheat that I ever learned for a video game, and I still remember it, was Mortal Kombat on the Mega Drive or Genesis. Mm -hmm. uh, down, up, left, left, A, right, down, and that was the blood mode and um, ah. or the uh, debug mode. Yep. So, so you could turn the blood on. Yeah, and then you'd have like the witch and Santa Claus and all those silhouettes going past on the, the bridge yep. level and there was just all sorts of different codes and I don't think I ever learned them all because I was just a kid then, but now with the internet, mm. I'm sure there was a oh, multitude of page. combinations, unlocks, sorts of, all sorts of shit. Yeah. The, um, yeah, it just had that really nice sort of aura to it that it was, I mean, it was gory. It had a completely different style to a visual style to stuff like Street Fighter and, and all the other games that were around at the time. And, um, yeah, it was just awesome. It was one of those ones you just go into the arcade and watch other people play and see what was going to happen and, and everything like that. I just absolutely loved it. And then, um, I played a couple of Mortal Kombat games on console after that, including the really, really bad, I can't remember the name of it. It was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Oh, is this the, the Sub-Zero one? Sub-Zero yeah. Chronicles or whatever it was called? No, I don't think it was Sub-Zero. I think it was Johnny Cage and the someone else. Sub-Zero had his own game. And then I remember there was, I don't know if it ever got made or I remember seeing previews, but there was meant to be like the Special Forces one, which was Sonya and Jax. I definitely played the Sub-Zero one, and it was terrible, as yeah. you'd imagine. Just side-scrolling, but trying to do Mortal Kombat moves as well. Then there's the whole middle section of games, like from probably 5 up until 8. Those ones were all really terrible from memory. And then 9 was the, the big comeback. The, uh, oh, here we go. Mortal the, Kombat, one of the Shaolin band games. Monks. Shaolin Monks. So which yep. one was that then? Um... That was... Hang on. I'm just Googling as I'm talking to you. So that wasn't Shall a proper we... fighting game? It was a... It was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was Johnny Cage and... Um... Oh, no, it was Liu Kang or Kung Lao. Okay. So was there Mortal yeah. Kombat Special Forces? Was that a game? I'm going to look that up now. All right. Um, while you're looking that up, I'll just mention... You were saying before about how... Um, you didn't see many of the guys from Mortal Kombat in other things afterwards. There is one guy who was involved with Mortal Kombat that has just got this massive, massive collection of stuff that he's done since. And Wait. it's the guy that voiced Goro. Oh, yeah, Frank Welker. He, but he, no, 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 no. Oh, no, he only done the vocal effects, not the voice, yeah. No, no he didn't do um, Goro. He did uh, Shao Kahn. No, he did Goro's as well. He, he did like three characters, I think. Didn't he do Reptile as well? Uh, no. Hang on, oh. I'll, I'll, I'll go back in a second and check. But 
um, yeah, Kevin Michael Richardson did um, the voice of Goro, and he's just got this massive list of voiceover credits. It's like 500 <laughs> things he's been involved in. Uh, everything from um, Family Guy to Lego Star Wars to um, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. He's done a lot of um, Groot. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Like the, the cartoon group yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Not, not Vin uh, Diesel. Shredder. Yeah. He's done Shredder in some of the Ninja Turtles shows. Um, he was it, in... The Inspector Gadget. Who's the villain from that? Dr. Claw or something? Yep. Yeah. He's, yeah, it's that dude. Um, so, I've just looked uh, he's up. He's been in tons of stuff. Mortal Kombat Special Forces from 2000 it was a PlayStation game where you play as Jax. It was a third 3D action adventure game. Third person view. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thought it was a thing. Frank Walker Frank did Shao Kahn and Reptile. Yeah. And didn't he do and some of Goro? I thought I saw. No. Okay. I thought uh, maybe no, he did, maybe did the Goro screams. And um, Scorpion was voiced by Ed Boon. Yeah. Thought so. Yeah. Who's from the um, the actual video game company. Yeah. Um, what what else? What else? Um, so, what do you think of the, the the fight scenes in the movie? Then, look, I mean, I enjoyed them. Sonya wasn't They're, great. No, but she had um, a weird fighting stance. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that they got pretty much everybody to do at least one of their signature moves. Um, the choreography was okay. Um, it was just. Being able to watch the characters from Mortal Kombat get into fights. As a kid, this um, was like the the best movie oh, ever. And absolutely. rewatching it now, there's a lot of posing. Like Liu Kang will just do like a cartwheel over a step or something, and then he'll just pose. And it's like there was no function to that. You just just doing yeah. a flip just for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, the the thing that annoyed me, and and it's because this sort of thing just really gets on my nerves. Um, because I'm the guy that still complains about the um, themed song from the Ninja Turtles movie calling um, someone other than Leonardo the leader. Uh, and that is, every now and then, Shang Tsung will say, you know, flawless victory. Yeah, when it wasn't or, even a flawless victory. No, he'd had the shit beaten out of him before he finally won. That's not flawless. Which fight was that for? He, said something he was... did it about three, to four, yeah. three or four times. And I think the one that counted as a flawless victory was um, Johnny Cage against Goro because it was basically nut punch, which yeah. was awesome, <laughs> um, and then run off and let Goro fall off a cliff. So he didn't get hit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the other ones was just like you know, back and forth, back and forth. Ha, I've won. Flawless victory. Yeah. No, I just wanted not. the soundbite in there. But <laughs> Shang Tsung doing the your soul is mine. Like, yes. He... Was it Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa, which has been in a bunch of stuff as well? Oh like, yeah, like he's perfect in this role. And they even they brought him back for the um, that Machinima series uh, Legacy, was it? Mortal Kombat yep, Legacy. Yep. Yeah, and I think that is all gone now because Machinima closed their doors like a couple of weeks ago, and so oh. I think everything that they had was deleted. But I'm sure it is out there somewhere oh, to see. It's got to be out there somewhere. I'm sure it came out on DVD. Yeah. Did that yeah. very first thing, which led to Legacy, is that out any other way? 
was it um deception or something i can't remember rebirth yeah. mortal kombat rebirth when that when that video came out it's like holy fuck this is mortal kombat but in the real world and just the way they portrayed all those characters was awesome i love that so much yeah what did you think of that um that web series though i, I um i quite enjoyed it i'm pretty sure i've watched every episode of both seasons i think i only watched season one i know i saw a lot of it and, yeah. and like they even brought back the Shang Tsung in that and I think there was a couple like I think Casper Van Dien like he played Johnny Cage in one episode as well <laughs> so it's good to see him again <sighs> so yeah yeah so I love the, this movie <laughs> yeah and and look it, it does have some some serious flaws but um it, it's just so much fun and so cheesy and over the top that it's just well worth watching anyway it's it's badly awesome a lot of a good chemistry there between those three yeah and then with raiden as well and raiden like i don't think so <sighs> i do love seeing christopher that, lambert like he's not yeah. in enough stuff at all no no um i love the original highlander movie it's it's one of my favorite movies of all time um and i'm sure i've ranted before about how terrible the second movie was and how i refuse to ever actually watch it again Look, I, I love watching Christopher Lambert do stuff, and even though he doesn't fit the character of Raiden as far as the video game is concerned, uh, I just can't picture anyone else no. doing it. He he just worked so well. I don't even doesn't cross my mind that Raiden's meant to be like an Asian god or anything. It's like no, it's Christopher Lambert. It's that's just who yeah. he is. <laughs> uh, do we want to get onto some uh, comments from uh, followers of the show? Yes. Um, so I've got a couple of uh, Twitter comments, and I believe you've got a Facebook one as well. Yeah, I'll go with the Facebook one first. So this is, this is from Chris Lacey from the Show and Tell with Tunes podcast. I, I just asked uh, anybody if they had a, an opinion on Mortal Kombat film, and he said, it's awesome. I went to the cinema to see this, and it was so and it was so loud, it was like being at a gig. The soundtrack is perfect. The action is mental. There's the perfect mix for the arcade generation and still holds up today. The dingy look means it's aged well this is the best video game film ever and uh so there's quite a few twitter ones isn't there there's uh yeah three or four twitter ones we've got um two from justin smith at on your six on twitter uh firstly stating that uh they state several times that the rules are clear when the rules are actually quite vague and nonsensical uh i think it's more that the rules are only really known by Shang Tsung and Raiden. No one else has any idea what they are. That's something I meant to bring up. Like, what is the tournament structure for this? How does it not end up with, like, Earth people fighting Earth people in um, Outer Realm, Outer World or whatever, fighting against each other? And what if, like, the, the final came down to two Earth people fighting? Like, like I want to see the brackets for this tournament. Like, <laughs> and, and so, like, Johnny Cage is just, like, walking through the forest and it's like, Oh, Scorpion's just gonna jump out and fight you, and that's your fight. Like, how come it's get over here? How come it's not like there's no judge there? Like, Shang Tsung's not watching that fight. Like, yeah, the rules are definitely not clear in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> if you give it a slightest bit of thought, this movie falls apart, leaves. But oh, just don't it, think. it does. But let let's be honest. So did the video game. Yeah, you know, you get your first matches being Johnny Cage versus Sonya Blade, and then there's handicap matches towards the end. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Justin goes on to elaborate on his previous message. Uh, the continu continu yeah. continuity is hilarious. Uh, Johnny Cage seems to randomly appear in different areas, 
People say flawless despite clearly taking hits. And also, why are Scorpion and Sub-Zero not sworn enemies? They're under a spell. Come on, that's clear. We know yeah. that from the game history. How, how does Johnny Cage get out of that hell dimension or whatever it is when he, he he goes through the teleport thing when he fights Scorpion and he's in wherever the fuck he is? How does he find his way back from that place? Um, it's uh, Sharknado physics. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep. That, that. Uh, there, there's just like a eight hour cut which is six and a half hours of him walking, walking out of a volcano or yeah. where the fuck he is <laughs> um drunk rogue 68 just made a simple comment of uh having not seen that for years and he's going to see if he can go and watch it but he really did enjoy it when he did watch it and uh lastly my pet roxy from um twitter again uh, strangely one of the better early video game to movie adaptions to come out it's delightfully corny and camp with the over-the-top stupidity that the arcade games reveled in. Also, Christopher Lambert as Raiden is such a strange choice for an Asian god of thunder. Mm. It's not strange at uh, all. And, he and, fits it perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I can't picture anyone else as Raiden. But um, I, I take a point. He certainly doesn't fit the... the you know, actually, speaking of not fitting the, the role... Uh, apparently they liked the guy that played um, Kano so much with his Australian accent um, that Mick Brumby after... from Jag. That's who that <laughs> the... is. Did you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I, I know from IMDb, but yeah, I didn't watch Jag. Um, yeah, they, they liked the accent so much that they changed Kano's backstory for later um, versions of the game. Like, I never realised that his character was meant to be Australian. Like, I just thought he was British or something. Oh, how, how could you not pick the dodgy Australian But accent? he doesn't say, like, chuck a shrimp on the barbie. He doesn't do any of that stuff. <laughs> it wasn't like I was reading the plot synopsis thing. It's like Australian crime. I was like, what? <laughs> since when is Kano Australian? <laughs> uh, uh, since this movie. Yeah, okay. Oh, I'm a bit behind here. Sorry. <laughs> Kano was like... One of my least favourite characters to play as, for some reason. Just never enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, I always went for the, the ones that had the easiest special moves, so I think it was Raiden and Sonya. Yeah, it was Scorpion, you know. Because they had, they had lots of back-forward. Back-back punch. Combos. Get over here. Yeah. So. Are you looking forward to the new game? Are you going to be playing that at all? Eventually? Uh, eventually. Yeah. So that's meant to be I, out I, very soon, isn't it? Mortal Kombat 11. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I tend, tend to be out long enough. Yeah, yeah. I I tend to wait till um they do game of the year editions and then I'll grab the whole lot, including DLC. Yeah, all the cause... extra characters that have come out since. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers most of the movie. Yeah. Was there any bits of trivia or anything? Um, the budget. It cost forty eight million and made one hundred seventy three million. So, uh, you know, good return there. Um, what are, oh, high points then? I, I suppose I just uh, you know the music and just seeing the characters was good. Yeah, what the the music was great. Mm. Um, I'm pretty. Sh- I, I I vaguely remember singing it while drunk when we were recording last episode. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, um, probably po- very badly. Low points of the movie. For me, the CG stuff when they use... Like, Reptile in his CG form is just terrible. It's like Spawn bad, if you've seen yeah. if you've seen that movie. Um, 
and just some of the like Shao Kahn at the end and the, those sort of effects just look rubbish. Um, everything makes sense. Uh, we've we've gone over our you know the continuity and locations and how this tournament structure works. Do you recommend the movie? I definitely do. I, oh I, hell yeah! Yes. Um, do you want a prequel or a sequel? There was a sequel, and the less said about Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the better. Like, when you suggested, oh, can we watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation? I was like, fuck no, I'm never watching that movie again. I absolutely hate it. It's like uh, it's like Power Rangers quality. That's what that is. I, I think I'd, I need to watch Annihilation because I haven't actually seen it yet. Ever? Oh, wow. Ever? Okay. No. It's probably on YouTube, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've 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 got it floating around somewhere. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely watch it. Hmm. Um, yeah, look for me, the high points were just seeing the characters from the video game on screen. Christopher Lambert um, and the soundtrack. Oh, I loved the soundtrack. Um, that is is probably one of the one of the high points for me. And I normally don't go on about a soundtrack. Uh, low points for me. Uh, Goro, I know it was a really complicated animatronic thing, but it just never looked good. No, I think it looks pretty cool. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm a fan of that. It looks good, I think. I, th- I think it's more his face. If they CG'd just... him, that would be terrible. Especially, oh, especially that would, that would have been 95 yeah, graphics. That would have been much worse. Yeah. Um... And yeah, that last couple of seconds I think were a bit of a low point for me where you've got the um the Emperor giant size coming in and them sort of going yep. Right, let's go again. Compare it to everything in Annihilation though, once you've seen that, it's like oh my god. <laughs> like Johnny Cage dies in the first three minutes of the second movie and it's a different actor. The only uh, reprising <laughs> car- actors is um Katana and uh Liu Kang. Yep. Ah, so score out of nine I'm going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a solid eight. Oh, fucking hell. You never please you. <laughs> you overscore, <laughs> you overscore the bad you. stuff and you underscore the good stuff. <laughs> Jesus. All right, eight and a half. Okay, that's better. All right. All right. All right. Just for I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>